Welcome back to the Rainy Day Horror Show, my people. Gosh, I don't know. I don't know how to follow that up. I got, like, lost in space for a second, okay? Welcome back to another beautiful Thursday, okay? Now, we've got a good horror movie to break down today, okay? Not, well, not great, but it wasn't bad, but it was, it was, it was decent. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it, and that's why I decided to do it for, you know, this week's horror movie breakdown, okay? If you don't know who I am, I am Dusty McBalls, a.k.a. the Certified Cougar Hunter, a.k.a. the man with the biggest, the most gigantic set of testicles to be drug across this nation, the U.S. of A., okay? But... Yeah, like I said, we have a good we have a good movie to break down today, okay? It's it's interesting. Really, really interesting. I enjoyed watching it just because this one does take place with the Jewish community and their religion. So it's very, very interesting. Okay? So I hope you guys enjoy it because there's not a lot of um what's the only other movie that I could think of that, you know, deals with rabbis and other, you know, persons of the religious area of the Jewish community. That sounded really weird to say, but the only other movie that I could think that was like that was The Possession that came out, I think, in 2013 or 2012 with the little Dybbuk box. I think that's the, from the top of my head, that is the only other movie that I can think of that I have seen that deals with, you know, the Jewish religion and their community. So, this one, this one's interesting, okay? It's very, very interesting. It's a good movie, okay? It's called The Offering, alright? And it is on Hulu if you guys want to go watch it, alright? Um, like usual, the whole breakdown for this, you know, movie breakdown episode, like usual, is gonna be the synopsis or the synop the tomato meter, the audience score, the fucking ratings, genre, language it was, you know, spoken in, the directors, producers, writers, all of that good stuff. Then we're going to get to the actors. And then I'm going to say how I thought about the movie. And then our favorite part of this episode is the Rotten Tomatoes reviews. Okay, so... I just burped. Sorry. But, again, I burped. Okay? That was that was a little, you know, second wave of a burp coming. Um, so, without further ado, you know, no Crocs today. We're just going to escape reality for a little while. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Alright? So, like I said a little bit ago, we're doing The Offering. Alright? It's a good movie. Alright? The tomato meter is 74% and the audience score rated it 48 so, it's not like a great movie. Anything that's like, from what I've realized on the tomato meter, if it's between like, I don't know, like 70 and like up until like 85, it's, you know, it's a good movie. And anything above an 85 is great and anything below a 70 is just like, eh, it could have been better. So this one, this one had a 74, all right? Now the synopsis or the synop for this movie is in the wake of a young 
Jewish girl's disappearance. The son of a Hasidic, don't know how to say that, sorry, Hasidic funeral director returns home with his pregnant wife in hopes of reconciling with his father. Little do they know that directly beneath them in the family morgue, an ancient evil with sinister plans for the unborn child lurks inside of a mysterious corpse. The rating is R for violence, genre, horror, and mystery thriller, original language, English. Director, Oliver Park, producer, well, producers, Les Weldon, Yariv Lerner, Jeffrey Greenstein, Jonathan Younger, Hank Hoffman, and Sam Schult. Writer, Hank Hoffman. Release date in theaters, this was limited, January 13th. 2023 the release date streaming january 13th 2023 runtime hour 33 just like normal horror movies always around that you know hour and a half mark the distributor is decal and the production company is millennium media nick blood plays arthur who is the son of the um family morgue that he's the son of the dad that runs the family morgue okay Emily Wiseman plays Claire. She is Arthur's wife, I believe, wife, and carrying a child. Alan Cor- Corderner, he plays Saul. Paul Kay plays Hymish, and Daniel Benzino plays Kayim. All right, now, let's talk about this movie. I thought it was a good movie, okay? It's just that typical, you know, style of possession movie or just where, you know, like how, like Boogeyman that just came out, you know, a while, like a few months ago, right? Not a while ago, but a few months ago, where, you know, an evil's brought into the house, you start figuring it out, and then you start doing your own research on it, and then, you know, you try and fight it off at the end, okay? So this, you know, story movie starts out with, you know, this one guy forgot his name, um, he is like trying to get this evil entity to stop terrorizing his house and terrorizing him. So what he does is he wears like this little necklace, says a few holy words, and then the thing, the evil entity goes into his body and he kills himself trapping that evil entity in his body and within the necklace. So after he dies, um, he was actually a friend of the funeral director and his whole family. So they held the wake or not the, yeah, the wake and the funeral at his house. Hold on. I got a nose itch. Okay. That's better. Um, and while he, while, you know, the funeral's going on and stuff like that, um, the son shows up and him and his dad, they start, you know, talking and first, his dad didn't really like him because his girlfriend, she is from the UK and she isn't Jewish. So his dad and all of his friends, like family friends were upset that he wasn't, you know, married to, you know, a Jewish woman. And so what happens is at this dinner, they start talking and then they start, you know, just basically getting on good terms. 
And I lied when I said that the dude that died, it was his funeral. Funeral. I lied. It was a different girl's funeral. Okay. Let me backtrack. So the son walks into a woman being like an open funeral and they're saying some stuff and then they go into the kitchen, reconcile, do all that stuff. Okay. Sorry. I completely got my timeline mixed up for a second. So as you know, dinner ends, the father and the son, they go into the basement where the morgue is and Hymish comes in with the dude from the opening scene stabbing himself he, you know, is brought into the room and they're going to, you know, cut him open, do all the good stuff, get out all of his organs and everything, replace him with some stuffing. And so as they're starting to do that and Hymish asks um, Arthur's dad to, you know, please step outside so they can talk. And they were talking about, you know, Hymish not trusting his son because he, you know, he shows up after so long, like five, ten years, like, hey, what, like, this is weird that he just shows up all of a sudden, so, and as you, as they're outside talking, Arthur, you know, is cutting up the dude, and that little necklace that he had falls off, and it shatters on the ground, and that's how the thing, the evil entity, was spread through the house, and then basically, from that point on, it's just the whole investigation side where you end up finding out that the dude that stabbed himself in the beginning of the movie, you find out that he lost his wife and he was trying to contact the dead and other evil deities. Well, not evil, but other deities to, you know, bring his wife back. And that's how that's what got him into the situation that he was in. It's just a whole, you know, it's a lot of running around, and but it's good, it's good, because some of the stuff, you know, is creepy, okay, but I will say, I will say, I do like the ending, alright, the ending is good, and I'm gonna spoil it for you guys, because at, at the end, um, this guy that, you know, comes into the story along the way, he's like a person that, you know, he's basically knows everything about all evil spirits, all good spirits. He's just kind of like a witch, basically. But not in that term. I don't I don't know that term what it is for um I don't know what that term is in the Jewish community in their religion. So I'm just saying he's kind of like a witch. He just knows everything about, you know, the spirit realm. And so he, you know, he comes over, he's like, "Hey, we got, got we got to get rid of this. You have to trap it in the um in your body and you have to kill yourself and then it has to you know they'll get trapped inside of the necklace like the first guy did and he does that he well hold on let me let me rewind a little bit as they're doing that the evil entity comes in and kills that spiritual guide for them and so now they have to do this all on their own and this is where it gets kind of confusing a little bit because this evil entity it's like, um, it makes you, it plays tricks on your mind, just like any other spirit, but it plays really, it makes you, it kept putting Arthur in the same loop over and over again, trying to save his wife, and then, you know, it kept talking to him like, hey, give her up, like, just like, let her die, and stuff like that, like, let me take her soul, right? 
And he's like, no. So he gets into the circle and him and Hymish are in the circle and they're like, you know, screaming at this thing and stuff like that. It's, well, eventually, you know, the dude was told by the witch guy not to leave the fucking circle, but Arthur decides to leave the fucking circle. And yeah, everybody dies at the end because he left the circle. He was supposed to save his wife, and he didn't. But if you like kind of those, like, you know, wild goose chase kind of movies, this is one of them, and it is, it's good. I probably did, you know, I could have done better explaining it, but I saw it like two weeks ago, so I'm going completely off memory. And, yeah, it's a good, it's a good movie. I would recommend it. If you have an hour and a half to kill, and you don't want to, like, completely waste your time, this is a good movie because everybody dies at the end. It, you know, it's that whole little, you know, non-typical way a horror movie ends because everybody knows that they end with usually the people winning or beating this evil spirit, but not in this case. This case was different and they all died. Okay. So go see it. I think it I think it's good. If you have an hour and a half to do or not to do, but if you have an hour and a half of nothing to do, just go ahead and watch it. It's not that bad. Trust me. I know I do a lot of horror movie like bad horror movies on here and I talk shit about them. This one I'm being honest is not that bad. Go ahead, go watch it. Trust me. I think you'll enjoy it. All right. But now we're going to get into you know, everybody's favorite part of the episode. My favorite part of the episode the rotten tomato reviews okay so the critics consensus of this movie is within the outline of its fairly standard story the offering puts a unique and often genuinely scary spin on demonic possession horror tropes our first Review comes from top critic Randy Myers from San Jose Mercury News. Park cranks up both the mood and the fear factor for a devilishly good supernatural thriller. Peter Peter Rainier, I think that's how you say it, Peter Rainier, top critique, Film Week, KPCC, and PR Los Angeles. For what it is, it's effective. Brian Tallarico, top critic, RogerHerbert.com. This throwback to a style that seemed more prevalent in the late 2000s to early 2010s makes me excited about what this filmmaker has to offer in the future. See? See? People like it. People like it. I told you it's not that bad of a movie. Okay? I said movie really, really weird just now, but that's because I'm itching my throat. But I'm just saying, it's not that bad of a movie. People enjoy it. Alright? This one comes from Noel Murray, Los Angeles Times, top critic. The plot is pretty routine, but its finer points about religious faith and rituals give the creepouts and jump scares a real nuance. What makes this such a satisfying horror film is its culturally, culturally specific, spe, spe, 
specificity, specificity, specific. I don't know. Sorry, I've never seen this word in my entire life. Specificity. That's what I'm gonna say. Specificity. I know I'm saying it completely wrong, but eat my butt. This one. This is gonna be our last one. This one comes from Nicholas Rappold, New York Times top critic. A serviceable slab of possession horror. The offering unleashes evil in the hollowed halls of a Hasidic funeral home in Brooklyn. See, told you people. They all thought it was good. You know, it's not great. It's not like, you know, um, how do I say it? It's not like conjuring level scary, like one and two. Like, you know, those give you the creeps. Those are CGI amazing. This one's not like that. It's not that level of creep, okay? But it is, does give you the heebie-jeebies, okay? It does give you the heebie-jeebies, okay? So, go watch it. I think you'll enjoy it. And it's fucking Halloween. Well, Halloween month, okay? Every day is Halloween. I'm going to keep saying that and nobody can tell me otherwise, all right? So, go watch it. You, I don't know. I, I can only tell you to go watch it. I don't know if you're really going to watch it, but you should. You should listen to me. Have I ever lied to you? No, I haven't. So go listen to it. Not listen to it. Go watch it. God. It's been a long day, okay? It's been a real, real long day, and I'm pretty sure you can feel me on that one, all right? But that's going to do it for this episode. Um, Before I let you guys go, I have some really fun, exciting things to tell you about. I am making a new cover art, and it is so dope. You might have seen it already because I have posted it on Instagram, but it is so fucking dope, okay? I'm very proud of myself. It literally took me four hours, and I learned how to do everything in, like, a day. So, I'm very proud of myself for this whole fucking thing, okay? It's very cool. I think you guys will enjoy it. I'm going to keep everything hidden until it's either, you know, fully shown because I'm making four different ones, right? So you will see all four of them. Well, no, sorry, not four, all five of them because it's for all five of my series, like my Sunday episodes, and then I have one for my Saturday, and then I have one for my, you know, Thursday, one for my Wednesday, and one for my Tuesday, okay? So it, yeah, I'm making five different fucking cover arts. So, for each different series. So, it's going to be dope. And I think you guys will really, really like them. They are so fucking sick. Okay? And I'm not even just, you know, like, I don't know. What's the word? Full of myself, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Like, no, I, they're genuinely really, really dope. And I'm so happy, you know, that they turned out the way that they turned out. Okay? If you want a custom-made sweatshirt, DM me, like usual, on Instagram, at the Rainy Day Horror Show, okay? Tell me what you want, and I will get the materials, and we will come up with the price together, okay? In your price range, alright? So, what else? What else? What else? Go vote, faceofhorror.org, for me, yours truly, Dusty McBalls, okay? It's going to be my government name on there, though, okay? But, you'll see a photo of me, and you're like... That's Dusty McBalls. God, he's such a sexy little fucker. And I'm like, no, you're the sexy little fucker. Unless you're under 18. Because if that's the case, then I'm going to jail. And 
I don't want to go to jail, okay? I would not do well in jail. My butt would be fucked, okay? On numerous occasions, okay? I am tall, I am skinny, and I have long hair. I am just like, you know, if some big buff dude came up to me, it's game over for me, right? Look, I'm skinny. I only weigh 160 pounds. You get a guy in there in my cell that weighs 220, and he's into dudes, yeah, I'm not going to be Dusty McBalls, I'm going to be Musty McButthole is what I'm going to fucking be, okay, so, that was weird, we're not, I'm just, we're just done now, okay, I'm just going to end the video, alright, remember, stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly, the most important thing, stay safe, you beautiful peacocks, I love y'all, deuces.